Welcome to Con Café for the 30th day of June, year of our Lord 2021. This is Pastor Radio Valverde. I'm so glad you could join us. I'm recording this much earlier. I've discovered that the later I wait during the evening, the worse my voice gets. Allergies seem to creep up just right before bed and well you could tell but i hope you're enjoying yourself enjoying some of this rain that has come and gone and the sunshine that's shining right now on tuesday afternoon as i record this and i pray that this bring you wonderful blessings as we look at the old testament reading from the second book of kings chapter 5 verses 1 through 5 and then verses 9 to 10. i'm changing things up a bit using the new king james version of the bible in a devotional that we're calling David, the king with God's heart. Hear now the word of God, verse 1. Then all the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron and spoke, saying, Indeed, we are your bone and your flesh. Also, in time past, when Saul was king over us, you were the one who led Israel out and brought them in. And the Lord said to you, You shall shepherd my people Israel and be ruler over Israel. Therefore all the elders of Israel came to the king at Hebron, and King David made a covenant with them at Hebron before the Lord, and they anointed David king over Israel. David was thirty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned forty years. In Hebron he reigned over Judah seven years and six months, and in Jerusalem he reigned thirty-three years over all of Israel and Judah. Then David dwelt in the stronghold and called it the city of David. And David built all around, from the millow and inward. So David went on and became great, and the Lord God of hosts was with him. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God, and we say thanks be to God. Well, this is Wednesday. I pray it's a happy Wednesday, Concafe family, and may this find you renewing daily in your faith and in your walk with the Lord Jesus. That's my prayer for you, dear listener. Let's talk politics. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Who today would not welcome such a wonderful introduction for a breakfast or lunch or supper discussion? Did I say it would be about 2021 politics? Nope. I won't go there today. I won't go there tomorrow. And if I could go back yesterday, well, I wouldn't talk about politics then. But let's talk politics back in David's day. This would have been between the years of 1035 through 970 BC. Now, I won't say politics then were any better than they are now. We're talking, remember, Saul hating David? David being the anointed king-elect? And Saul wanting Jonathan to be king? And David humbly running for his life? Most of the time, Saul was looking for the right opportunity to kill David and, you know, get rid of that successor to his throne and put in his son as the rightful king. So, during those times, unrest was common and tribes outside the twelve of Judah and Israel could come and attack at any moment. And that's where you read about the Philistines, the primary enemy during those days. And here the tribes of Israel come to David at Hebron and make a declaration to David. What they're really saying is, David, you are related to us. You are flesh and bone, flesh and blood. You really were ruling over Israel when Saul should have been, but you were the true king. And God said that you should be the shepherd over Israel and the ruler of Israel. So what you say? You become our king. 
and David agreed. People of Hebron then anointed David king of Israel, thus uniting the two kingdoms of Judah and Israel. Now, my interpretation of the Star of David is that two triangles, to me, represent the northern and the southern kingdoms coming together and joining as they did on that day at Hebron and forming the star that you see at the top of the uh, devotional that uh, I uh, post online and some of you get in your email. If you can remember the Star of David, that's basically what it is, a star pointing up and a star pointing down, coming together and forming that star that's called the Star of David. Now, that's just my opinion. Others would say, that's not what it really stands for. Well, fine. You can assign to it what you would. Uh, I'm assigning that in my book. David united the two and from Jerusalem ruled over them, making them a world power in those days in all senses of the word. Under David, spiritually and religiously, they enjoyed great strides, beginning the foundation needed for a house for God, which would become the temple that David's son, an heir Solomon would build. Politically, they were a major world power, and closely tied to that militarily, they were a force to be reckoned with. And in terms of commerce and finances, they were giants, which controlled much of that part of the world. The last verse of this passage sums that up. So David went on and became great, and the Lord God of hosts was with him. Interesting. Compare the reception of the homeboy by his people at Hebron to the other homeboy Jesus' reception at his hometown from the gospel reading for this Sunday as we looked at it on Monday. Remember, one of them, hint, it wasn't David, said, a prophet is not without honor except in his hometown. The reception for Jesus was ice cold, and the people basically turned their backs on him thus limiting what they could and would receive from him because of their lack of faith and because of the general attitude that they had toward Jesus. People of Israel at Hebron, on the other hand, celebrated David and desired him to lead them and, and anointed him as their king. The people of Jesus' hometown reminds us of the crowds in Jerusalem on Thursday night and Friday of Holy Week, not to mention they were truly being thorns in the flesh, not to mention pains in the neck. God was with both of these servants, yet God's son would suffer pain and agony and ultimately death because of their hard hearts. Israel and Judah would go on to achieve great earthly things during David and Solomon's reigns, but compare Israel with Jesus. Jesus would go on to save the world from their sins. A much better accomplishment, but people to this day have not yet seen Jesus for who he truly is and what truly Jesus can do. I would urge us, dear friends, let's not be in that camp. God already has a bunch more thorns than he truly needs or wants. Simply defined, friends, politics are the interactions between two or more people in a setting that allows one or a majority of those gathered together to make decisions. Take, for instance, three co-workers who want to go to lunch together. Where they end up eating will have been the result of politics. One prefers a place, the other dislikes that place. Some discussion and then an agreement or a compromise. Now, for example, we'll, we'll eat there this time, but next time we'll go to your place. Jesus said he would be present where two or more gathered in his name, meaning if he were invited and listened to, he would be there. And the same holds true even today. If we don't invite the Lord to be with or among us, there's no telling what will be the result of our time together. 
Other factors that could easily fracture or divide the group need to be taken into account and dealt with, or the next meal will see two different groups going to two different places to eat. The unification at Hebron was the result of having God present and involved. The lack of miracles at Jesus' hometown was the result of people not caring that God's Son was there among them. The same happens in our lives. If we pray and invite God to come with us, great things happen. If we decide to go it on our own, well, anything can happen. Our openness to the presence and power of the Holy Spirit can lead us to wonderful blessings and gains for his kingdom. It's our choice. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, speak to our souls and remind us of your great love and peace. Bring unity to where we find ourselves fighting and bickering about things that ultimately don't matter. Bring to us your peace and wisdom to better serve you and bless you. And this we pray in Christ Jesus' strong name. Amen. Well, dear friend, thank you so much for joining us. I pray you receive a blessing as you reflect on this uh, scripture and passage and devotional. I pray it be applied to your life. And I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Here's your assignment today, dear friends. Be the unifier in your group by inviting Jesus to be there. Receive my blessings of peace and joy. I'm Pastor Adi May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.